your attention, please. Are there any Polar Express passengers in need of refreshment? My thoughts. If you please, Mr. Scrooge, the bookkeeping staff would like to have an extra shovel full of coal for the fire. How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly unemployed? I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater, Clark. Fire these people. But it's Christmas. Bahama. Keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One, two, ten. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hello and welcome to my favorite film podcast with me, Gav Smith. And me, Gary Coleman. Gary, you're back. It's been a while <laughs> since you've been here. <laughs> what, what have you been up to? Well, do you know what, mate? I've been so, so busy. Um, we're getting ready to do a little show out in LA, a little comedy thing, a little comedy TV pilot. So I've been just really busy doing that. Uh, and uh, and obviously getting ready for Christmas as well. Obviously. And that's what this episode's all about. It's our Christmas special. Yes. Yes. What we're doing, what we're going to do, we're going to do two shows. So this is the first of two. Gary and I have... Um, worked out our favourite top five Christmas films. Oh, there were massive arguments. There were yeah. huge arguments. We fell we, out. We did, <laughs> just for a little while. <laughs> At one point, we both got crossed off each other's Christmas cards lists. Absolutely. At least twice. Yeah. Twice, and then put back on. And then put, off back, again. put back on again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we've got ten films, because we managed to not agree on any films at all. Yeah. So we then... We did start off with 45 films, but we thought that was a bit too long. <laughs> that was a bit too long. We thought that would be like a four-hour episode, and that would be bad. Anyway, so we got 10 films. Gary and I have scored our 10 films. And then, because we had so many that were at the same number of points, we've gone to Rotten Tomatoes. And Rotten Tomatoes and the audience. has... And the and audience. And the audience, sorry. And the audience, who have then given us a mark, basically. And we've managed to order our films from 10 down to 1. Yes. So in this first show, we're going to do traditional Christmas films. So these are the ones that we watch at Christmas and you watch at Christmas. The next show is going to be our alternative Christmas films, and I'll talk more about that at the start of that show. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, but to Gary, yes. big question. Yes. What makes a Christmas, Christmas film? Well, I think a traditional Christmas film, it has to be about Christmas. There has to be some element of it that's actually about Christmas. Um, so, you know, like Santa Claus and snow or that kind of, you know, it's a, it's set at Christmas time and it's a, and and Christmas features in it. I think that's a traditional Christmas film. Is that right? It just has to be about, just has to happen at Christmas then. It has to have Santa in it and that type of thing. 
Well, I think I think you kind of know Christmas film when you when you. I think what's interesting is the second the second episode. That being what makes a film that's not about Christmas a Christmas film. That's an interesting one. <laughs> but this one, I think you just know when it's a Christmas film. You know, I think when we go yeah, through yeah. this, yeah, they're Christmas films. It's about Christmas. It's set at Christmas. It's set at Christmas time, and and Christmas is kind of the the, the extra star in the film, isn't it? It's about Christmas, kind of. Thing. Yeah, it happens at Christmas. I think it's just not. It's not coincidental. It's kind of central to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we're going to go through a list any minute now. We're going to start. We're going to go through our top 10. Is there a film that's in your top five or on our list that you always watch at Christmas time, but you just couldn't put it in your top five? Um, yes, 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 yes. But we're, on, going talk, we're going to talk about them all in the next, in the next episode. Because there's oh. loads of films. There's loads of films which I watch every Christmas, which in my head are Christmas films. But I know for a fact there's at least two of them. You went, well, that's not a Christmas film, guys. Got nothing. To do. <laughs> so that's a re- so that's that's next. That's our next episode. So listeners, you must listen to that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah. Um, see, because I was thinking, certainly in our house, yes. Then things like Love Actually always come on at Christmas. I hate it. I don't like oh, it as a film. Word. But have we covered? Oh, did we do Love Actually? We is haven't. It, we it, did The Holiday, which is kind of very similar. Oh, gosh, that's the other one, isn't it? Yeah, so but, sorry, Susie. Susie, <laughs> yeah. Because the holiday, in fact, I got them confused in my when you said Love Actually, I was thinking of the holiday. Because my wife loves every year Love Actually and the holiday yeah. gets shown every year at Christmas. We watch it every year at Christmas. My yeah. wife makes me watch it. I also every year I kind of en- I kind of enjoy it. I kind of sit there and enjoy it, kind of <laughs> ish. Kind of, but ish. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Um, Only ish. Yeah. I mean they're they're proper Christmas films, I suppose, that everyone watches, but nobody really enjoys them, do they? Do they? I don't think so. But you feel you have to kind of watch them because it's Christmas. Yeah. And it, gets, it gets you in the Christmas mood. You went, oh, yeah, watching Love Actually again. And you sit there and you kind of, I'm sort of scrolling through Wikipedia, just looking. <laughs> what else have these actors been in? I mean, I'm like sort of 25% engaged in the film. It's definitely not my favourite film.com, but it's a Christmas film, isn't it? You kind of watch it. Yeah. Yeah, but these aren't that. These are films that somehow, for some reason, you and I have said. And I'm looking at the list now, and I'm thinking, did I say that? <laughs> some of these films are these are films that you and I. They're our favorite film. Um, what was what was I drinking when well, I? Well, do you know what? Let's let's go oh, through the list then. Let's uh, even let's look just, at the first one. Like what? Because the oh, first one on our well, number ten. Let's we'll start. Sorry. We're going to go ten to one. Okay, uh, so at number ten, yeah, and this one. I must admit, I mark this as one mark out of ten. Yeah. Gary put this as eight marks out of ten. So this is his third favorite Christmas film. And uh, now, according oh, to the viewers in Rotten Tomatoes, it's about a thirty rating, so that's fairly low on the Rotten Tomatoes meter. Um, it's Daddy's Home from two thousand and fifteen, <laughs> starring, I believe, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Gary, I'll be honest. I haven't actually seen this film at am all. I, Why am I going to get the sack? Am I not list? allowed to be on? Am I not allowed? Is that me scratched off being on a film, <laughs> a film critic review show where I put Daddy's Home as a good Christmas film? Can I just justify this? Please do, I please do. I need to, so this is the 2015 film. It's actually it's not Daddy's Home. It's Daddy's Home Two. If I all right, I'm not sure. Remember, it's Daddy's Home Two because I see on the list you put down Daddy's Home, and I know for a fact you clearly hadn't watched it because Daddy's Home's got nothing to do with Christmas, whereas All Daddy's right. Home Two is set at Christmas. So this is ah. the Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg film with John Lithgow, who's a good actor, and Mel Gibson. Sorry, Mel Gibson. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 the sequel to the seminal movie Daddy's Home, 
Um, it's definitely in his favor. It's definitely better than the first one. Is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it could not be worse. It's definitely better than the first one. And do you know why? When I put it on, it's because I know for a fact that I will. It's a film I watch with the kids. Um, right. And we have this thing. We have this tradition in the Coleman household where Mr. and Mrs. Coleman and the kids gather around <laughs> on a Friday evening. The kids eat junk food. We get them pizza and, and they get chicken. They get chicken for the chicken shop. And we sit around and the kids choose the movie. And it's always, it is an, always a comedy and it's always an atrocious comedy. Fair enough. And it's like, you know, like a teen comedy where me and Sophie sit there and go, oh my word, what is this rubbish? And the kids sit and giggle at it. And the joy that we get is we sit and watch the kids. We sit watching TV with the kids and they giggle. And we that's that's why we love it. And Daddy's Home too. when we watched it, the kids love it. They laugh all the way through it. And I, I just love it now. It's just, I'm looking forward to watching the film. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's it's maybe not the best film in the world, but it's okay. not a bad film. I'm, I'm, you know I'm, looking forward, I'm looking forward to watching it again. And I think, I know you got kids. I think you should watch Daddy's Home too. Do you know what? I feel, I feel you should watch Daddy's Home 1. Okay. <laughs> Earn your right to watch Daddy's Home 2. But it's not a bad film. And Mel Gibson is not bad in it. It's, he's kind of, ironically, Mel Gibson, which kind of works. If you're going to okay. watch any Mel Gibson film, watch this one. Mad Max, he's brilliant in Mad Max. He is. And Daddy's and Home Lethal 2. And Lethal Weapon. And Lethal Weapon. Have we done Lethal Weapon? We haven't done Lethal Weapon. We should. We should but... definitely do. And we should, Mad Max, we should definitely do Mad Max. Yeah. Brilliant yeah. Film. I love Mad Max. Anyway, Daddy's Home 2. So I've not seen Daddy's Home 1 or 2, or I believe there's a 3. Uh, <laughs> but is there, so, is there so, a three? I don't know. <laughs> I think there is. It can't be. Um, so Daddy's Home Two is set at Christmas. Daddy's Home One is not. Is, it? is that right? Correct. Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. That's where I was probably very confused. So Daddy's Home Two is the Christmas film. So we've set the bar very low. Very low. It can only get better. And you haven't seen that one, have you? Haven't I haven't. No. I, I promise you. What I'll do is I will watch that film. I will. I, I, I watch this it. is a recommendation. This is a Gary Coleman recommendation. Okay. Seriously, it's Christmas. If you've got kids, watch it with your kids. It's fine. We've, it's we've got a Gary Coleman recommendation for Daddy's Home Too. Everybody, and that's the know in the socials what you think of it. That's the tenth favorite Christmas film on our list. Oh, oh, I've got, I've got. Right, now here's ooh, the thing. I, just, I know, I know, we're only supposed to be very brief for each film, and this is <laughs> of all the films. This is the film we should talk least about. But there's a bit in the film. This is not a spoiler. There's a bit in the film where, where there's, there's a big scene at the end where they they all kind of get snowed in at a cinema, and they, and and I remember watching it going, "This is so weird. It's supposed to be like Christmas Day, and they've all gone to the cinema. Why? Why? Why would they all go to the cinema?" And I googled it, and apparently, if we've got any American listeners. It's a massive tradition in America. Really? On Christmas Day. Yeah. I know. So, they, so you, you're learning. If not, you're, if you're not laughing, you're learning. Absolutely. I, I, at Christmas Day, it's a big tradition that you go and watch a movie. And I, I, never, I didn't know that. And it's featured in, it's a thing that's in the, in the, in the, in the movie. So I wow. learned something. That's, in the same that, way that, I don't know if you know this, but in Japan, it's a massive big Christmas Day tradition that you all eat KFC. I had heard that one about Japan, the yeah. KFC in Japan, which is amazing that they all go down to KFC and get that for, for Christmas Maybe dinner. You, told, you, might, you may have told me. Maybe you told me. I don't know if I did or not, but it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. I think we've said way too much about Daddy's Home too. Probably. <laughs> Can we move on? I feel embarrassed. Yes, let's do that. Number nine. Now, number nine. That was yours. This was yours. Was wasn't mine. It? And this actually, this is my top favourite Christmas film. No way. But it's your least favourite Christmas <laughs> film. Which is why it's probably down at number nine. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I've kind oh, of jinxed okay. you a bit. Rotten sorry. Tomatoes give it for 56, so that's puts down as well. It's 2004's Polar Express. Robert Zemeckis, right. Tom Hanks in motion capture form. I'll be honest with you. 
it's not the greatest graphics. The computer graphics have moved on an awful lot since then. It's not the best motion capture performance. It was very early days, but I get was it was it sort of was it vanguard of it all? I guess maybe yeah. It, yeah. it was the first time they'd properly done motion yeah, capture right, right, animation. Something. Tom Hanks plays about three or four different roles in it. Yeah, including Santa Claus. I mean, come on. Tom Hanks is Santa Claus. You've got to yeah. love it. It should be everybody's favourite movie. Yeah. Why is it your favourite movie? What is it about the film that you love? Do you know what? It's, it's, it's the kids. Um, it's one of those films that when it came out, we saw it with the kids. We've watched it with the kids again and again and again. It's just like it's a Christmas tradition. Probably the same as Daddy's Home 2 is for you, you know. Totally. totally. But at least this one's a proper Christmas film. Um, <laughs> Daddy's Home 2 is a Christmas, folks, by the way. It's a proper okay, Christmas film. It's got very good. It's a very good Christmas film, but it's a proper train in it. This one though, it's got a Christmas train. It all happens at five to midnight on Christmas Eve. Mm. It's about a little boy who's lost his way. He doesn't want to believe in Christmas anymore. Santa Claus, so he gets on the Polar Express and they take him off to meet Santa Claus. And it's just, don't know. It's just got something about it. It's very traditional type of Christmas story, and it's. You hated it. Okay, fair enough. Hated it. No, sorry, carry on. I thought you, I thought you stopped talking. You, you still... You've had no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. But you, I say, I, I, when I, it came out... When did it come out? It came 2004. Out 2004. So it's quite, yeah. When yeah. it came out, I love Christmas. I love animation. I just love Tom Hanks. I should have yeah. loved this film. And I just remember, what, this is just something creepy about it. Something, there's something wrong about the animation. It's just a bit creepy. Um, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, and so I, I wouldn't, I would never choose to particularly watch it again. And I think my kids wouldn't particularly want to watch it now because I mean, they, they, they play a sort of Red Dead Redemption and Skyrim yeah. and these computer games and these computer games, the animation of that is better than, than this. It it's, is. It's, it's just aged. I yeah, appreciate it, it must have been, it must be the vanguard of animation, but it's just, I think it's aged really badly in a way that a Walt Disney 1940s film just yes. looks like art still. It looks yeah. amazing. This yeah. just doesn't look shonky graphics and things. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it, the, the graphics definitely don't hold up. It's definitely aged. But the if you can look past the graphics, the mm. story behind it is a lovely Christmas story. And mm. and it's got a fantastic song. It's got hot chocolate in it. It's a great song. <laughs> we sing that every time we're going to make hot chocolate. <laughs> mean hot chocolate? There's a song called Hot Chocolate. Hot chocolate, the, yeah. yeah. Is the group yeah. Hot Chocolate singing no, the no, song? No, no, not the group. Hot Chocolate. Miracles. But oh, right. okay. Steve Tyler of Aerosmith's in it. Ah, oh, yeah, he's good. He plays an elf at the end and they sing a song. So, you know, oh, come on. I don't think I got that far when I watched it. <laughs> I literally don't think I got that far. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a lovely Christmas film and we do watch it here at the Smith household of a Christmas. So that's um, why it's top of my list well do you know what you're never wrong so because of your recommendation uh we're going to watch it this christmas i'm going to make the kids i'm going to sit down and make them turn off skyrim for five minutes <laughs> we're going to watch this and i know they're going to slag off the graphics <laughs> just know it but advise them not... advanced say you know the yeah. graphics are a bit shonky and a bit rubbish yeah. but look through that and watch yeah, the film because yeah. it's a great film yes okay yes fantastic i'm, I'm going to do that i am going to do that because i right. do everything you tell me to do Cool. <laughs> Let's go to number eight on our list. Now, number eight on the list is Miracle on 34th Street. Now, was this on my list? This was on my list. I know, but was it on my list as well? It wasn't. Do you know no. what it should have been? I, I definitely looked at this. I, I, I did think about it. But my question to you is, which, which, what, which film are you talking about? Because there's a couple, isn't there? Well, I would actually go with the 1994 version with Richard oh. Attenborough. Right. Rather than the original 1934 version. The original 1934 version is... 
1947 version, I think. The 1984. Is yeah, sorry, the, the 1947 was the original, I think. Was it? I think it's oh, 34. Oh, oh, sorry, I may have that wrong. It's I mean, much older. It's a really right, old film. Right, right, right. Okay. Original one. And it's really short as well. I think it's only like 40 minutes long, the original. Right, okay. You keep talking. I'm, I'm, okay, you're going to look it up on IMDb. <laughs> anyway, I, I voted this as being my uh, number fourth on my list. So I give it six points. Gary gave it five points. According to the wonders of Rotten Tomatoes, 60 points for this one. So it's it's quite a good one, you know. Um, this is Richard Attenborough playing Father Christmas beautifully. Um, it's a lovely film about um, the commercialization of Christmas and how supermarkets shouldn't be doing that and department stores and Santa Claus putting it all right in the big Macy's parade. It's a lovely film. Again, very, very traditional Christmassy type story. Gary looks like he's looking things up. I have, so I have looked it up. So there's a 1947 film, oh, which is the that? one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, when when people say Miracle on 34th Street, this is the film I think of because I remember as a kid watching it with my mum and dad. Yeah. And my mum and dad going, Oh, this is an amazing film. You've got to watch this film. I watched it when I was a kid. And I remember thinking, Oh, it's black and white. It's going to be rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched it and I just loved the film. It's just it was such a beautiful film. And so there's, there is a 1947 version, which is the one I think of. And who's in that one? Anyone so we know? Santa Claus. Well, Natalie Wood is the kid. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just saying that because I've, got, I've just opened up uh, Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> other search things are available. Um, and the Santa Claus is a guy called Edmund Gwen, who I think actually might really be Santa Claus. He just looks like Santa Claus. Um, and he plays a Chris Kringle character at Macy's. Cool. Um, and that's so to me, that was the, that's the original one. And yeah. I would definitely recommend people have a check that one out. It's, it is old and black and white, but it's just. It's just beautiful. It's such a beautiful yeah. old film. Yeah, but um, I think that certainly the the story in the nineteen ninety four one is exactly the same story. It works. It is, the same, so. it is word for word the same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you, if you want a color version of it, and it's Richard Attenborough, you know, he's he's, he's who he's is also everyone's Father Christmas a little bit. Yeah, isn't he? he's, he's lovely in it. Yeah. Um, so you know, any of the versions that are available, go for it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I have seen the 1994 one as well, and it is lovely. It is yeah. a lovely Christmas film. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. But there is an older one, which which is, yeah, the same same film. But, yeah, if, if, I know some people don't like watching black and white films anymore, no. which is a shame, but, you know, yeah. it's a classic. I, 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 either, either or. They're both brilliant. I don't mind a black and white film. There's nothing wrong yeah. with it at all. Shall we go to our number seven spot, yes. Gary? Number seven spot is... Well, it was higher on your list than mine, Gary. I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. You gave this one seven points. I gave it three. The Wonders okay. of Rotten Tomatoes gave it 67 points. It's the 1990 classic Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin fighting against a group of wet bandits as they try <laughs> to invade his home. Why is this so high on your list, Gary? Can you tell us a bit about it? Well, do you know, I think it's a really well-made film. Oh, yeah. uh, it is a really, really well-made film, and it stands the test of time. It's very, very rewatchable. I mean, I don't mm. know how many times I've seen Home Alone. Um, when you watch it, 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 I mean, apart from you could watch it any time of year. It's a very funny film, I think. It's such a well-made film, um, and it's, it's also really quite not gore. It's not gory at all, but it really the violence in it. It is comedy <laughs> cartoon violence. It yeah. is what are those old cartoons called? It's like Tom and Jerry. It's like Tom yeah. and Jerry kind of violence, but it's real violence and. I, I remember the kids, we, we watched all the Home Alones back to yeah. back because the kids just screamed when they were tiny. They just screamed with laughter watching yeah. these 
poor men getting uh, battered and nails <laughs> go through their heads and things. And so it's one of those, again, I, I, the kids just loved it. And they, they even though the kids are big and teenagers now, they'd still love Home Alone 2. Who yeah. uh, Home Alone 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, whatever. Who doesn't love them? Yeah, yeah it, it is a brilliant film. I mean, it's it's one of those films that everyone remembers. And, and it's being used so much. It's um, on, I'll be yeah. using it currently as part of their their Christmas because they've got uh, Kevin the Carrot, but the mother of Kevin the Carrot is based so much on Catherine O'Hara's. All right. She That's even so does the awesome. Kevin and she's got the right wow. hair and everything. Brilliant. Brilliant. So brilliant. It, it's used a lot. It's, I mean, it's a great film. And, you know, yeah. Home Alone 2 was also fantastic. Not so sure about yeah. the rest after that. No, no. The Macaulay Culkin one's really, yeah. really good. Goes downhill um, after that, but yeah. Yeah. And also, I think John, John, was it John Hughes wrote yeah. it? Or was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, this can't be the only John Hughes Christmas film we've got on our lists, I wouldn't have thought. Um, do you know what? It, it might be. It might oh. be. That'd be crazy if it was. Uh, do you know what I think it is? is it I think okay? it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it is John Hughes. Yep. You can tell that because we've got um, the wonders of John Candy appearing in it. The late, great yeah, John yeah. Candy yeah, appears yeah. briefly, doesn't he? He does, yeah. As the um, the musician who yeah, helps. a tiny little part. A tiny, yeah. tiny little part. Yeah. And also, the, 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 there is this thing where people think the house, the house from Home Alone, is the same house that they use in ground, uh, in trains, planes, and automobiles. But apparently it's not. They just look identical, the two houses. Yeah, that, both I, I, I think a lot of American streets look very similar yeah. in that way, certainly, yeah. from TV series that I've watched. So, yeah. 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 It's not. It's a trivia thing. I often go. Did you know the house in Home Alone is the same house that they're using? And it's just not. It's just it's not. Missing. Just a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> Excellent. So that's Home Alone. That's our number seven. Number six is higher on my list than yours. Much higher. I think I, I put this down. Put it on my list. I don't think. No. Well, you marked it. You marked oh, it. I see. Lot. I see. No, I sorry. See. That's what I meant. I see. Um, I. This is probably my third favorite. I think I've got it down as National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. What a great film. I marked this as eight marks. You give it two. What did Rotten Tomatoes give it? What is it? 70. Yeah. So people like it, don't they? I'll yeah, it's like, a yeah, well liked yeah. film. I mean, this is great. This is the Griswolds. We've, the Griswolds. We've been off to Europe with them. We've been all over the place. And Chevy Chase's lead father, Griswold. Yeah. And his, his Christmas Christmas is all going to be happening at the Griswolds' house. Yeah. It's all but. Again, we did the thing where we watched National Lampoons with the kids, and we had to yeah. watch all of them because once you watch one, the kids, they, 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 it's quite adult. This is quite a lot of like adult things, but you can watch it with kids as well. And the yeah. kids kind of enjoy that they're getting to sneak into the adult kind of world yeah. of comedy. I'm not sure whether the humor's dated very well. I mean, Chevy Chase might have been cancelled by now, I suspect. Possibly, yes. Yeah. I, well, um, I don't know. We watched it only a couple of years ago without okay. kids, and they actually really, really enjoyed it. I think yeah. there's enough of the the adult humour that goes over kids' heads still. Yes. That makes it so it's it may not have aged well, but the kids miss the stuff that hasn't aged well anyway. Yeah. Um, and there's enough just slapstick comedy in it that it works well. I think of the Lampoon films, this is the one that is the the least adult in nature. Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you, with there being yeah. Christmas and everything? You'd yeah. hope that they'd calm it down a little bit. You have all the, all the classic things with the lighting up the house and the... The the crit the critter that's escaped and hiding inside the Christmas tree and all that type of stuff. It's also, I mean, it's also, very 
also, it's hard to say this about any kind of National Lampoon's film, but again, in some ways, it was kind of like a vanguard because they had, it wasn't really National Lampoon's big... They didn't go anywhere, did they? They no, kind of no. broke, they, they broke the kind of the, 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 the mold of it. Yeah. But what they did have was they had like a kind of a... a, a an, not an overbearing... They had like a kind of a... It was a, it was a dad, wasn't it? It was a crap dad film. Yeah. A crap dad at Christmas film where the yeah. dad's kind of getting it slightly wrong and mucking it up. Yeah. And if you look, like Daddy's Home 2, for example, that's a seminal movie. <laughs> a brilliant one, look, apparently. <laughs> Deck the Halls, there's just loads and yeah. loads of movies now which basically have followed National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation almost you know, to, to, to the letter. Yeah, it's, it, it's a family film, there's a dad, he's a bit rubbish, he's trying to make Christmas wonderful and then the, and then the process almost ruins Christmas. And Absolutely. It's, it's kind of become a template now for a certain type of Christmas movie. So yeah. it, did, it did that as well. So that's, that's something, isn't it? That's yeah. kind of cool. It is. And it, it is just genuinely a really good laugh as well. So, you know, it's it's worthwhile watching. Out. And do you know what? I've just, I'm just looking on the old um, wiki thing here. Uh, John Hughes. John Hughes produced it. Oh, is it John Hughes? There you go. He's yeah. not in the Home Alone and National Lampoons. That's and two he wrote John it. He wrote, he wrote it as well. Well, there you go. Well done. Good old John Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you have to be in a few, at least a few. I'm going to Google John Hughes for every single one of these now. Please. Okay, just to, just to check that I'm done all of you wrong. <laughs> well, now right. that we are... We've cracked through them. We've Christmas crackered through them. Hey! Christmas crackered through them. That was a good joke. We're probably halfway through the podcast then. So do you know what? Halfway through the podcast, what we tend to do is say, if you're enjoying this, it'd be a good time now. I'm enjoying it. Pop on over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Maybe do the same on Good Pods. On Spotify, you can give us a five-star rating there as well. Just, you know, awesome. let us know how much you're enjoying the podcast. Fantastic. And if you want to get in touch with us, how do people get in touch with us, Gary? Well, they can contact us. Uh, you can drop us an, uh, an email. You can contact us on myfavoritefilmpodcast at gmail.com or go via the socials. Uh, I've got loads of socials. Uh, on okay. Twitter, we're at myfavfilm. Um, are we on Insta? Gaff? Instagram, yeah, is at my favorite film podcast. Awesome. And Facebook? Uh, uh, just search my favorite film, I guess. You'll find us. <laughs> um, but it's, all it. on also, it's all on our website as well. Do you know our website? Yep. Yeah, is film.com Awesome. Fantastic. All on there. Everything's there. That's the best way of, of getting in touch. And we do want to hear from you. We want some Absolutely. feedback. Let us know why things are going. It'd be great. At number five. Um, I, I I marked this one a lot higher than you. This is 1988, Bill Murray, Scrooged. Um, Good film. A retelling of Christmas Carol, mm. but brought, well, I was going to say up to date, but it was 1988, so not really up to date as in now, but it was up to date at the time. Um, Bill Murray is the Scrooge character, and he's visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, and they take him off on his wonderful journey to see what he did wrong in his life. Yeah. It's a great, funny, Christmassy film. I, I think it's fab, personally, but there you go. Yeah, and you've got to have a little bit of Dickens' Christmas Carol at some Absolutely. point. So this is a good way of doing it. It's kind of, uh, yeah. it sneaks it in there, doesn't it? And it's yes. common. And Bill Murray. You've just got to have Bill Murray. Absolutely. Bill Murray at Bill Christmas. In playing a very Bill Murray type character. To be yeah, honest. he plays Bill, Bill Murray playing Bill Murray, isn't he? But, yeah, yeah, he does it brilliantly. It, he's probably best when he's playing himself. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what else we can say about Scrooge. I think if you Bob haven't Cat seen Gold, it... Bobcat Goldthwait's in there. He's yes. Always brilliant. Yeah, always. 
<laughs> he's really good. I actually think Bill Bobcat is a brilliant stand-up comedian. And he's uh, yeah, yes. I remember him from the the Police Academy films. I think where he yeah, first yeah. he first popped up, wasn't it? Yeah, I tell you what, if you haven't seen his stand-up comedy, check out his stand-up comedy. He is ah, a brilliant stand-up yeah. comedian. He's so funny. He is. He's very funny. I have seen it. Yes. Yeah, I do right. recommend everybody else does the same as well. Yeah. So should we go to number four? Uh, I, yeah, I just noticed on the, uh, Bob Mitchum, Robert Mitchum's in Scrooge. I don't remember him. Yeah, I don't remember him being in that. I've watched Scrooge again. I'll have to watch it again as well. I don't remember Robert Mitchum being there either, but I, I, if it says he is, he must be. I'll have a look. Anyway, sticking with Dickens and sticking with A Christmas Carol, yes. at number four, yes. The Muppets Christmas Carol from 1992. Brilliant. Um, another great film. Uh, it's If you didn't like the up-to-date version of Christmas Carol with Scrooged, mm. try a Muppet version of A Christmas Carol. <laughs> um, Michael Caine playing Scrooge. I mean, come on, it's got Michael yes. Caine in it. Yeah. Um, Kermit is Bob Cratchit, and all the others are all there. All the f- favorite Muppets, all playing a part, and it's just it's it's a Christmas Carol, but it's not because it's the Muppets, and only the Muppets can do what the Muppets do. To be honest, yeah. What else can we say about Muppet Christmas Carol? Um, yeah, really good film, and the Muppets and the Muppets do make really good films. I think. I mean, it sounds a bit daft saying that, but they do make. Some of the Muppet films are just really, really good. I think they, they work really well as comedies. Yeah. I think the secret is they sort of take it seriously, don't they? They, 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 yes. they, they? they do the film as if it's a proper film. It just happens to have fairy... Muppets in it. Muppets in it, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I so, think it's... Yeah. The actors that are acting with them act with the Muppets as if they are real people. Yeah. Which I think is the, the beauty of the Muppets, that everyone goes, well, they're, they're real. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like it's, it. Also, feels a very Christmassy because it's a, it's a, it's a bit like um, Morecambe Wise. It's like a massive big Morecambe Wise sketch where you've yeah. got famous people trying to be serious, surrounded <laughs> by this idiotic thing. You know, so it, it feels very kind of festive for me anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. And as, apparently, Michael Caine said when he did the film, he goes, "I'm going to play this as if I'm playing Shakespeare. I'm going to do it dead serious, as if it's like the, the most dramatic version of." Um, Dick, you know, whatever Dickens, I mean, he's a Scrooge, yeah. and of course, and it, and it works really well for because he's taking it so seriously, and, the, and, and it's quite, and it's very poignant as well. And yeah, yeah. it's a sad film, it's, a, it's got a very poignant tone. I think you yeah. might even cry when you're watching it. Well, I think that that's the whole point of um, Christmas Carol, isn't it? You know, we could, mm. there's many other versions of Christmas Carol out there, but all of them have that same very poignant ending and the same, thing, yeah, so. yeah. I just want because we just we just done Scrooge yeah. and we've just done um, uh, a Christmas Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, I can't believe Scrooge didn't make it on the list. I can't believe I didn't put Scro- Scrooge, Alistair Sims, nineteen fifty one, the old yeah, black and white. Yeah. That was that. He, that might be the best Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes, on on put on on the film. Yeah, um, but again, it's very old and very black and white, and some people just don't like that anymore. They find you know with massive big. High definition color TVs. The thought of watching an old black and white movie seems wrong, but but then if you look at our nice. next our next three films, they're all Ooh. very old. Ooh. We're just about Ooh. to go into. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm glancing really down. Really old. In fact, Stay our tuned, top listeners. film, our top film is incredibly oh, don't, don't old. It, don't, yeah, don't spoil, don't spoil. I'm not yeah. spoiling anything yet. Oh, um, so yeah, I mean, there's loads of Christmas Carol films out there. Um, so I'm intrigued. So what have we got next? And what have we got in number next. three? Next, 1954, saw a black and white film, uh, White Christmas. 
Black and white Christmas. Uh, not a black and white Christmas, just white Christmas, but it yeah, is in black and white. The obviously must... the the successful sequel to Holiday Inn from 1942. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So was this this was this must have been on my list, was it? This was, been quite this was your list. This was quite yeah. high on your list, Gary. This did you put your, it down at all? This was did your you... second favorite film, Gary. Oh, what did you put it on your list as well? It, it was on my list originally. Lower. And then I oh. kind of I cut mine down to five Bumped and I, I had it a bit lower down. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, White Christmas again. Not and Christmas. You asked at the very top of the show, what's Christmas about? I think one big thing about Christmas is it's nostalgia for grown-ups. Yeah. Of course, there's a huge nostalgia of Christmas from your childhood. Yeah. And White Christmas is again a movie that, as a kid, I remember being introduced to. Obviously, as a kid, my yeah. parents are going, oh, "I've got to watch this movie. It's fantastic." And they going, oh, "I don't want to watch it. It's, <laughs> it's not black and white, though, is it? It's in color. Actually, yeah, it is, isn't it? It is, it color. is in color. Yeah. I'm it sorry. I was color. thinking of um. Holiday Inn, which obviously was the... the Holiday Inn was black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was being glorious Technicolor. Yes, this was Um, glorious Technicolor. They did bring... It was colour, yeah, by the time they got to this one, yeah. But it's the same kind of vintage, isn't it? It must be just like post-war, just just after the war. It's Bing Crosby, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's because it's got Bing Crosby, and I love I love the Bing Crosby, Bing Crosby, um, Bob Hope films. I loved all of them. So it's kind of got that kind of... uh, vibe going on it's Bing Crosby but this time it's Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye yeah I love Danny Kaye I loved yeah. all Danny Kaye movies um one of my favorite films one of my favorite films ever is The Court Jester with Danny Kaye right uh, if we ever if you ever get if I ever get a chance to do my favorite film again I might <laughs> do my, I might do The Court Jester it's one of the funniest films maybe we should just um, do that as a special at some point let's do just, that as a special just do it yeah. Um, and then Rosemary Clooney, who, eh, whatever. I'm, I'm not masking Rosemary Clooney, but then Vera Allen as well. Yeah. Was the, young, the younger theme. It was just an amazing dancer, very funny, um, yeah. cute as a button. Um, yeah. And she'd been in other uh, sort of Danny Kaye films as well. She was just brilliant. The four of them worked brilliantly together. Yeah. And the songs, just like oh. Christmas, obviously, but so many brilliant songs in it. Yeah. Um, I love that film. It is. It's a, it's a wonderful Christmas film. Then it is. It puts you right in the mood for Christmas. It does. Absolutely. It's just the song's just all nice and yeah. Yeah. It's just very Christmassy. What's slightly odd about the film, and it, but yeah. it, it doesn't spot, is that it's actually, there's, there really isn't any snow in the, there isn't much snow at all. The whole film takes part in a kind of like a heat wave. Yeah. And so it, there isn't any, there is snow, it's because they put fake snow, you know, they're doing a staging of thing and they put fake snow on it. But yeah, it doesn't look very, it, it doesn't snow. No spoiler, you know, a bit of a spoiler alert here, except at the end, of course, when it does snow and they sing yeah. White Christmas. But most of the film isn't in a snowy wasteland. There isn't any jingling bells and things. No. I'm trying to think if a Holiday Inn is either, because obviously White Christmas was first used, the song White Christmas is first yeah. used in Holiday Inn and they, they then yes. reused it for the second film. Yeah. But I can't, can't remember whether it they was want, Christmassy. They, they, and I think they wanted Freddie Stair to come back, didn't they? They, they did, be, yeah. They wanted yeah. Bing Freddie Stair to do the film again, and he didn't, he didn't want to do it for some reason. But was, there's a bit of a gap between them. It was 12 years in between the films, so, you know, maybe yeah, just didn't maybe, have it. Yeah. Maybe he couldn't dance anymore. Maybe he couldn't do it anymore. I don't Joints. know. I don't know. Anyway, White Christmas, <laughs> a classic. Um, right. So are you going to watch White Christmas this year? You know what? I might try and convince the kids that White Christmas would be a nice, a nice Christmas sit-down film. Definitely going to watch it. If what? the kids do want to watch it, it's definitely going to be it's definitely be watched and it'll be watched with a tub of Hagendas oh. or ice cream when the kids have gone to bed. Might be an idea. Just sit there and just sit and watch it. And eat yeah, it. yeah. 
might come back to kids' films later on, and which films oh, would yeah. be good watch for the kids. Because our number one certainly I tried last year to watch for the kids and could not get yeah, them to watch it. Like no. There you go. Anyway, our number two film. Kids number two rubbish. film. I'm not actually sure if this counts as a film because it's only half an hour long. But mm. 1982, The Snowman. Ah, oh, it's a lovely film. David Bowie, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and Raymond Briggs's The Snowman. Um, one of the few books that has absolutely no words in it at all. Mm. Brought life as an animation. Um, why do you love The Snowman, Gary? Well, if, if anyone's ever listened to, to, to me on this podcast, one of the things I always say is I like a short film. <laughs> <laughs> For that alone, it's 26 minutes long. It's, yeah. it's, it's concise. If, if you, it gets so much across in those 26 minutes. It it's definitely a film. It's a film. I mean, it's got, it, it, it is... Beautiful, and it's very. I think it's very dramatic, and I cry at the end every single time I cry at the end. So it is a bit sort of schmaltzy and pulling, pushing buttons, but it is just in terms. One of the things, another theme about Christmas, I think, is this: there's you know childhood nostalgia, but there's also yeah. a sense of loss. There's something about winter where you know the end, end of a year, and you, and you and you kind of there's something about loss, and even if it's just loss of your childhood as an adult or something. But there's definitely a film about loss, and it's so beautiful. And uh, 26 minutes is the exact right length for a film. <laughs> um, and I will definitely watch it this year. I watch it every year. I watch it yes. two or three times probably this year. Yeah, we, we, we tend to watch this one every, every year this goes on. Um, it's, a, it's a great film. I didn't put it on my list, but simply because I kind of thought, is it a film? Mm, no, I don't it, mean. It's like a TV show. It's, I don't know. There's lots like that, I suppose. Animation is always short, I suppose. It's whether you yeah. could put down... Any of the Wallace and Gromits has been a film, other than when you get the the one that was actually a film. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It's a great, it's a great story, um, and of course, it's got "Walking in the Air," which yes. is one of those Christmas songs that everyone associates with Christmas nowadays. So yeah, there you go. absolutely, yeah. And and who sang the, the "Walking in the Air" in the film? Uh, it wasn't. Nobody, Nobody It wasn't Alla Jones. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Imagine being that guy. He must be, you know, if you're in his fifties now. I can't yeah. believe it. Bloody Alla Jones. <laughs> Every yeah. Christmas must make loads of money. He's flogging that song. Yeah, because it was so re-released. Nice. It was years later that it was re-released with Alla Jones singing. I can't remember yeah. how long it was afterwards, but it was quite a while after. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's the Snowman. Um, it's a shame that David Bowie hadn't sung. Walking in the air for that because he also oh, pops up the yeah, star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, imagine if he sang. But David Bowie did sing a Christmas song, didn't he? With Bing Crosby. With Bing Crosby. Um, um, drummer boy, little drummer, drummer boy. boy, little drummer boy. Yeah, yeah. Love that one. Brilliant there you song. go. Wow. Proper Lincoln, bomb. White Christmas, and the Snowman with David Bowie. There, that's good. Mm. Like him. So that takes us. That's nine films so far. We are at our favorite Christmas film. Um, ninety-three percent. This one gets on Rotten Tomatoes. Was, Gary, can you believe? Was that? this was this your favorite film? It's not mine. It wasn't my favorite oh, film. It was your okay. favorite film. Where um, did you put it on, on your list? How, how... My favorite was Polar Express. Believe oh, it or not, it was on my list. It was on my right, list. Right, right. It was at the very bottom of my list, admittedly. But it's a very old film, so I can see why it would creep off people's lists. I can yeah. see why it would creep off lists. I personally think it is one of the best Christmas films. Um, I kind of made my list a little bit more, I don't know, accessible, possibly. Right. I don't know. Um, and I suppose I went from films that we've watched recently with the kids at Christmas that they want to watch. That's probably where I was coming yeah, from yeah, with it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the one that we tried to watch last year. And right. the kids just just looked at me like, I, 
I this. watch this film every single year. Yeah. Religiously. My yeah. wife. Yeah, the kids aren't going to be there. The kids aren't no. watching. But me and my wife watch it every single year. I saw it at the cinema one Christmas. Wow. The cinema. Yeah. If you get to see it at the cinema, it's amazing. And again, the whole cinema is crying at the end of it. Yeah. Tears of joy. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's, what, is, what is number one? The one is It's a Wonderful Life from 1946. Of course it is. I mean, it's it's a brilliant film. And actually, it's kind of, it's almost a Christmas carol-y type film. It is a Christmas well, carol. It? It's it a is Christmas a, carol again. A retake Christmas carol in a certain way. We have him seeing the, his life or how it would have been if he hadn't lived. Mm. And realising that his life actually was worth something at the end. So, yeah. Zuzu's petals. I mean, anybody who doesn't break their heart but Zuzu's petals at the end when the little when the when the bell rings and things. Yeah, a heart of stone. You don't deserve Christmas if you don't love. If you don't love wonderful life. It's wonderful life. You don't deserve Christmas. And of course, and then just the story itself has kind of this. There's an amazing story about the movie, isn't it? Because the movie was made. I think this is yeah. the first movie that. Um, oh my gosh! I can't remember what's the actor called. Um, Jim Stewart. Thank you. He's the main character. It's the first, yeah. So he was a brilliant movie uh, actor, yeah. and it was, I think it was the first film he made after the war. He'd, so he'd been off, and he, he was like a decorated fighter pilot or something, or a bomber. I think he flew bomber pilots or something, bomber, bomber aircraft in the war. He was definitely involved in the war, and he right. came back, and he hadn't acted for like five years. He'd been off in the war, fighting, wow. and being, getting real medals and things. And I think this could be right in a time that I'm wrong, but I think this was the first film he made after coming back from the war, and he wasn't very confident in, in his acting ability, and he said, "I'm not sure if I can do films anymore." And this wow. is the first film he made, and it's absolutely amazing. It is. Um, and again, I think it was made you know, just after the war when there's a lot of loss and people have lost a lot of people. And, you know, the idea of making a film with angels and... Uh, yeah. And, you know, the, war, the, the wars mentioned yeah. heavily in the film. Very and, poignant um, at that point, yeah. yeah. Such a poignant film. Yeah. But the film itself, when it was made, apparently, uh, you know, again, Frank Capra movie, yeah. when, when the film was made, I don't think it was successful at all. I think it kind of bombed a little bit, and it just disappeared, even though it was... Uh, Frank Capra's favorite film that he made. Yeah, yeah. And I think James Stewart, one of James Stewart's favorite films, it didn't do very well. And then back in the seventies, it would kind of um, it had uh, it kind of gone out of copyright, so it could it was put on TV in America ah, and right. out of copyright. So they just they could just put it on for free. So they put it on and put it on, and it became a Christmas classic. And yeah. I think I'm guessing that's when I saw it. It was in the nineteen seventies again. Probably, yeah. Mum and Dad said, "Watch this movie." They put on this crackling old black and white. Movie. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this. This is rubbish. This was made, you know. And then you watch the film, and it was just, yeah, I was hooked ever since. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's an absolutely lovely film, and it is one of those ones you've got to, you've got to kind of get through the start of it to get into the story because it is a bit chunky, black and white, crackly film. There are some cleaner versions of it that have been cleaned mm. up and made look nice. You can get a decent yes. quality version of it now, but yeah, when yeah. it's on telly, they tend to show the the old. <laughs> Grainy yes. version that's not quite a free great. version, yeah. Yeah, but if you can find it on DVD, there are some nice cleaned up versions on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, so on. it'll yeah, and also if if you're if you if you if you kind of near a big city, um, it'll be on the cinema. They put it on. The, I mean, I'm in London. I mean, in London, it's on the cinema all the time. Every Christmas, it'll be on cinemas, and you can go and watch it in the cinema. Definitely do that, even if you're a bit tired of watching on this on on the little screen. Go and, and everything should be watched on the big screen, I think. Go and Absolutely. watch it on the big screen, uh, in black and glorious black and white. In glorious black and white. <laughs> <laughs> and you will come out and your Christmas will have started. It'll be Absolutely. a brilliant start of the Christmas. So that's our top 10 traditional Christmas films. Just to remind you of those films, yeah. in case you wanted to, you know, go out and watch 10 great Christmas films. We started off with Daddy's Home 2. 
it only gets better. <laughs> <laughs> the Polar Express. Miracle on 34th Street was number eight. Then number seven was Home Alone. Number six, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And then in the top five, we had Scrooged. And number four, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Number three was White Christmas. And number two, The Snowman. And finally, our favourite, It's a Wonderful Life. And that was our number one Christmas film. That's ten great films for Christmas. I think anyone who decides to watch those ten films over Christmas, Gary, is going to have a good Christmas. I am going. I am going to watch every single one of those films, including yeah. Polar Express, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to watch every single one of those films between now and Christmas because um, that's what Christmas is about: sitting Absolutely. in front of the telly, eating chocolates and ice cream, <laughs> and, and watching films, and watching films, with even if they are a bit old and chunky. Especially if they're old and chunky, they need to be loved. Absolutely. That, then, is our traditional Christmas. Next episode, we're going to have our non-traditional Christmas films. (laughs) That sounds like fun. I'm looking forward (laughs) to our non-traditional Christmas. So, we will be back. Our next episode is our non-traditional Christmas episode. Until then, it's bye-bye from me, and... And it's goodbye from me. Cheers. Kim, two runnings there. What happened there? (laughs) (laughs) Two. Gavin Gasses. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Finally, thanks to Acast for hosting the website and to Max Smith for the theme tune composition. To get in touch with the podcast, remember that website is www.myfavoritefilm.com. Yeah. Are we on schedule? One more to go, then it's up to you. And you better be right, because it looks like this last one's going to take a miracle. It's Christmas, Theo. It's the time of miracles, so be of good cheer and call me when you hit the last lock.